Leaders in Worship Podcast, Episode 18. Welcome to the Leaders in Worship Podcast, the podcast to equip, connect, and develop leaders in worship ministry. I'm your host, Matt Perkins, and I'm glad that you have joined us today. On our podcast, we have my good friend, worship pastor, songwriter, and recording artist, B.J. Putnam. I met B.J. at a worship conference about four years ago in Houston, and since that time, he has been with us in our church. He was here for our first two worship conferences, Consumed Worship Conference, and I really appreciate his friendship, and his songs have been a blessing not only to me, but to our church. And before we jump into my interview with B.J., I want to encourage you to go to our website, leadersinworship.com, and sign up on our email list so you'll be the first to hear of upcoming events, resources that we will be offering. There are some exciting things planned for this year with Leaders in Worship, and we want you to be connected with what's happening. So go to leadersinworship.com and sign up today. So as we go to our conversation with BJ, here's a sample of what you can expect on his newly released project, More and More. DJ, thanks for being with us on the podcast today. Oh, thanks so much, Matt. I'm excited about what you're doing, man. Leaders in worship, so cool. It's an honor to be a part. Well, you have this project that now it is out. It's out currently on iTunes, and then it's releasing for retail coming up shortly. Is that correct? That's correct. It's it's on iTunes right now. It hit iTunes March 12th and um, had you know great success this week, and people loving the album and we're just pumped about what it's going to do for people's lives and, and of course yeah like you said april 2nd it's going to hit you know walmart brian lifeway all the major retail areas so we're pumped man we just from the beginning we wanted this to be a project that would touch people's hearts and change people's lives and we're excited about all the testimonies that are already coming in it's great 
Well, the thing that I've found as being a worship pastor and the first thing that I picked up on with these songs is they are for the local church. It's not something that people are right. going to listen to and say, boy, how can I even how can I even do this? Were you intentional about writing songs that could be reproduced in the local church? For sure, man. We we definitely were very intentional about that. We from the beginning, we not only wanted to write songs that we felt like people could sing, but that they would connect to the to the church. So that was kind of our goal. And, um, you know, we wanted it to be something vertical for sure, that people could just go straight in and um, also be something that's quality and have excellence and, you know, people would enjoy to listen to. So I, hopefully we accomplished that in having, you know, the presence of God being captured as well as having, you know, something that people would enjoy just to listen to as well with some quality. So I think we... I think you've definitely accomplished that, and there's so many songs that that we do in our church that has been such a blessing for our people, and we uh, are looking forward, and on Easter we're going to throw in Beautiful Love, and it is nice. a great song that, that uh, if you're listening... You need to make sure that you take the time, go to iTunes, download this project more and more. Now, you are also a worship pastor, which I think that that helps in the writing, that you're connected with a local congregation. Can you tell us a little bit about your church and uh, what you do there? Yeah, I've been at Church for the Nations here in Phoenix for, it'll be 14 years this Easter, Easter Sunday, um, wow. 14 years, which is kind of I think kind of a record these days <laughs> for worship leaders to stay at one church that long. But um, really, it's just been just an amazing uh, just testimony of God's goodness to not only me as a worship pastor and um, as a minister here at the church, but just to the body of Christ. What God has done for our church has been yeah. amazing. So, you know, took us from literally 100 people struggling in an airplane hangar in Scottsdale and just supernaturally restored because, you know, we had some challenges and just now to five campuses and, you know, thousands of people. And really for me, it's just an honor. I, I consider it. And I, I think that's one of the things that, that helps people. If you try to kind of change your, your got to, to a get to, yeah. um, I get to lead worship and I, I honestly have fun and enjoy leading my church and worship every Sunday and so as it relates to this record, you know, we definitely were able to try some of these new songs out. Um, and for me, one of the most special ones is More and More, because when yeah. we wrote that song, um, I, we hit it the first Sunday right away. I think we wrote it on a on a Tuesday and, and rehearsed on Thursday and, and did it on Sunday. And just the response yeah. um, from our church, I think we had just a 20-minute breakout moment of God just hitting the place. And there's something special about it, you know, a cry from God's people, just a raw, we want you more and more. Yeah. That that resonates um, with people and obviously with the Lord, you know, that when it's a true heart cry, um, it's special. And, you know, when you talk about God's goodness, it, you can't just help but just smile, you know, because God is good. Yeah. And um, it's simple but yet so powerful. So I, I think more and more is definitely super special to me. And, um, you know, it's fun to be able to 
write songs and get to try them out in your church. And right away, as a as a worship leader, you know <laughs> if it works or it doesn't work. So, well, and I think since you have you've been writing and uh, recording projects, and so you've you've been involved in that process. So you also understand if something's working, but if it's not. Um, to set it, set it aside, were, were there some songs that you wrote or in this process for this project that maybe didn't make make this CD? There, there definitely were a few that didn't make the cut, and it's I don't think it's because they were bad songs. I think we just were looking for very specific types of songs that were vertical, very singable, um, hooky, and... Um, just connected with people. So we kind of had to go to the chopping board and say, you know, maybe this song isn't for this album, um, which it's intentionally a worship record. Maybe it's more for, you know, a CCM record that's, you know, a little more storytelling or it doesn't mean it's a bad song. It just didn't fit what we were feeling for this record. So, but, you know, songwriting is a process. It's something that you get better at the more you do it like anything. Practice makes perfect. The more you write, the better you get. And the more you, you learn to reach for better ways to communicate what's in your heart. And right. I think a lot of times it's easy to sell out for a line that everybody uses, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just something you have to continue to work hard at and, and be diligent to, to fight for something that's good um and I, I think we we definitely were in the ring fighting for good songs for this album so another song that stood out to me was the song ask that uh yeah you had jonathan stockstill was a part of a part of this project and and sang on that but uh just that that anthem or that cry of god we ask for the nations and right uh, amazing amazing song so you had you had a few different people come in on this project maybe some friends that you brought together um what was that like um you know you connected uh henry seeley was a part of this process mm-hmm. uh, what was that like bringing in some people that were worship leaders to be on this cd yeah i mean first of all i, I had a conversation with israel um, a year before we recorded the album and just said, Hey, I, I want to do a record. Would you consider helping me? And he was like, it's a no brainer. I'm in. And, um, of course, Israel and I go way back. I kind of, um, he mentored me and sat under his, sat under his ministry for a few years back in the nineties. And, um, so he's definitely a very special friend and, and just him being a part of this project was huge. Um, just so honored that he did it. Um, but then in talking with Israel, I, I said, I, I love Planet Shakers music. I love um, the song, the anthem and love Henry Seeley. And, um, you know, I had never met him before, of course, but love what he's done and um, his heart for worship. And of course, I think he's been with or had been with Planet Shakers for 18 years, Yeah, um, which is just huge. So, uh, we called him and he said, yeah, I'll do it. He flew all the way from Australia and was here. And, you know, you have a certain um, expectation, uh, you know, when you meet somebody for the first time and, you know, the success that they've had and how they're going to be. And he just shattered that for me yeah. um, in a good way. 
because he is such a down-to-earth, loving, just, I call him the real deal. Yeah. Um, when you've had the kind of success that he's had and other people have it, it's easy for pride to creep in and, and to start acting a certain way. Um, and he's just so down-to-earth and, hey, whatever I can do to serve, which was huge. I mean, I, I literally dropped a pick one day and he, let me get that for you. I'll pick it up and um, during rehearsals. It's just such a servant and um, just a great guy. And of course, his voice and ability to write and lead worship is second to none. Just amazing. But for him to be a part of it was huge. And then Jonathan Stockstill um, uh, has been a friend for a few years and um, it's a huge honor for him to, to be a part as well. One of the things that I noticed was everybody had the same heart and attitude and prayer for this project. And it was just watching people come together, uh, seeing the songs uh, just through the, the rehearsal times, and then getting to that point and now hearing, hearing these songs. It was a, a treat just to see that, that process. Yeah. And I am really excited about what God has for you and what, has, what He has for your team, for your family, uh, for your church. I know that with this project, it's probably presented a few challenges on, hey, how do we, how do we structure things um, ministry-wise? But you have a great team that is a part. Your wife is also a part of your, uh, the ministry team there as well at the church, correct? Right. Yeah, I mean, we've, God has just blessed us tremendously here at Church for the Nations just with people who genu- genuinely have a heart to serve and a heart to worship. And, you know, we've, we've kind of tried to create that culture of, of nobody's a rock star, nobody's needing the microphone, and really just a community of people who not only love God but love each other. I mean, we, we yeah. take time every week. Um, we believe in rehearsing and having excellence, but there's always community taking place which I think is super important because um, people need to feel like they're connected with, you know, who they're on the stage with. And um, definitely try to try to cultivate that. But yeah, my wife leads worship. She's the co-worship pastor here and just a, an amazing leader, amazing woman of God. And um, we've got so many great people here, you know, just that make worship happen every week at Church for the Nation. So it's, it's an honor for me to, to uh, to work alongside them. So sure. what what is next uh, at this point? Um, now you have the the release. You've spent a lot of time preparing for this, and you know being in the uh, in that process, getting it from the recorded point to being able to have it released. What is on the horizon for this this next year? Uh, you're going to be traveling and and taking this to other churches. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're we're traveling right now, and um, going to be uh, in Houston, Texas, and then on to Louisiana, and, and into Orlando, and all over. Um, so, you know, it's my mission. I feel real simply to help people experience the presence of God, um, and whether that's at my home church, which I love to do, or it's you know out across the country. And across the world, I feel like that's just something that God's put in my heart. Um, I feel that that God is so in love with His people, and He wants to show His love for them. And 
I can help people experience God, experience His presence, um, I feel like people will change and hearts will change. Yeah. Um, there's a scripture in Ezekiel 46 that talks about when we enter into the house of God, that when we enter into the north gate, we leave the south gate. And it's a picture of coming into the house of God and how we are supposed to leave differently. Yeah. Um, and that's our jobs as worship leaders, worship pastors, to help people experience God. We, we are to lead them in worship, not force them into worship, but to worship ourselves and people will follow. Right. And um, I think that's huge. I just want to tell you, if, if you are a worship leader that is listening to this podcast, uh, make sure that you are checking out this music, the ministry. I know BJ well, and uh, he lives what he sings, and he has a heart for the local church, has a heart to help people, as he just has mentioned, to worship God and experience the presence of God. And from these songs... Um, they will be a resource for your people. They'll be a resource for you. Uh, this morning in our staff prayer and devotion time, I had uh, this project was on and it was playing. And so this has been something that is has really impacted my life and helped me worship as, as a worship leader. It, it helps me in my time of worship. So BJ, I want to thank you for that. How can people get resources like charts and things like that, um, are these available online anywhere? Yeah, praise. we've teamed up with Praise Charts, praisecharts.com, and they have most of the record on there. They have charts available, and we're going to have um, the split tracks, the, the multi-tracks, I should say, stems for the album on multitracks.com on April 2nd. So uh, that's the date for the retail release. Um, and you can, of course, go to bjputnam.com, and we're going to be having some tutorial videos up soon and oh, how to play on acoustic and keys or whatever. So we really want our heart is to serve and help people um, lead their teams and lead their churches. So that's praisecharts.com and bjputnam.com. Well, BJ, before we wrap this up, maybe what are some some closing words that you would want to leave to worship leaders? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I, I have been in my house for 14 years, and I realize that not everybody has an assignment. Their season isn't always going to be 14 years for their church, but I think if we approach things, uh, you know, our position at a church as we're serving our house, and yeah. it's the house that God has called us to, and to, to cultivate not only in us, but in our team, a heart for our house, our perspective is different. And, you know, a lot of times it's kind of something that I talk about often. Um, a lot of times worship leaders approach their current position as a stepping stool. Like what, what can I get from my, my time here? That'll, what can I, how can I use this as a, as a stepping stone to my next best thing? And right. God wants us to, to look at where we're at as the house of God, where, where he's positioned us and, and planted us. And if we kind of get focused on, you know, getting our hands dirty and, and working and, and really growing the house of God, God will make other things happen and allow us to do things that we love, like record albums. And, you know, I, I didn't set, up, set out to 
you know, become a recording artist. I just set out to start writing songs that I feel like would connect with our church and help lead people in his presence. And out of that, the overflow of that became, I get to record an album. Right. And, um, so as it relates to, to songwriting, you know, just, it's, it's like I said earlier, it's something that you just get better at. The, the more you do it, um, the, the better your lyrics become, the better your melodies become. And, you know, you have the luxury you, as a worship leader, you've got great testing, <laughs> a <laughs> testing ground to uh, try it out. And um, I encourage you to do that. Of course, you kind of need to be on the same page with your pastor in doing that. But, you know, it's I think it's one of the best things we can do is on a Wednesday night or Sunday night, you know, let's just throw this chorus in here and see how it goes. Right. But I would just say be encouraged, man. Just keep keep um, writing from the Word of God, which is huge. And, um, you know, the more you do it, the better you get. That's awesome. Well, I want to encourage you, not only uh, does BJ have more and more, and we've been talking about that project, uh, there's another project that you released, I think it was back in, what was it, 2007? When, it was like uh, 1964, I think it was released. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that, um, we still do several of the songs um, that are in a rotation that um, are great from that project, at live at CFTN with Our Father Shout Joyfully uh, Into Your yeah. Presence. We had, we had talked, and, and I'll have to share that um, story with some of our listeners in another podcast, but how how that song uh, really impacted uh, me and and my wife and our ministry. And but we encourage you go to iTunes, grab these songs, and uh, when it releases, uh, go and pick up a hard copy CD and give it to a neighbor, give it to a friend, give it to somebody in your church. If your church has a bookstore. Make sure that you get copies of this. And you need to have BJ in your church. And you need to have him come and, and lead worship if you have a special event or something. BJ, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, would they go to your website? Yeah, I can. the website, there's a booking form on the site. Or you can simply just email booking at bjputnam.com. Great. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the Leaders in Worship podcast. Man, I'm excited for what God has for you in this next year. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. God bless you guys. find yourself hitting a wall in ministry? Have you asked yourself how you can push past your limits and see your ministry flourish? Consider hosting a Leaders in Worship seminar in your community. This seminar is a one-day event designed to equip you with the right tools, connect you with like-minded leaders, and develop your ability to lead effectively. For more information, go to leadersinworship.com seminars or email us seminars at leadersinworship.com. Thank you for listening today. We would love to hear your questions or comments. Please contact us at feedback at leadersinworship.com. We would also appreciate if you could leave us a written review on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening, and we pray that you have an amazing week of ministry.
God bless.